0: Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael,
1: my brother Adam, we're the Sharp brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician.
0: Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, back to, to another episode of Mentoring for the Modern, Modern Musician. Modern. Always happy to have you here.
1: Always happy to have you here. And thank you for the uh, the likes and shares. Yes, recently we, we really appreciate that. Absolutely, we have a couple Always. of
0: cool things coming up. We do. We're going to be repodcasting. Yeah. Podcasts we've been on. Yes, we are. It's a couple of them coming up. Yeah. Uh, just because we thought, you know, what we do on our podcast <laughs> is we talk. Right. And occasionally, if we were talking. Yes. And it was on somebody else's podcast. Right. We don't want you guys to not have heard it.
1: Exactly. Well, and uh, the one that we just were interviewed for. Uh, last week, I, I realize it's the first time. It's one of the first times that somebody's actually interviewed us recently right.
0: for a podcast and asked us about stuff.
1: I mean, not since you know we were artists. Since we were artists that, we're that trying that to people, right, and exactly. Yeah. And then a lot of information came out in that that wouldn't ordinarily come out because we were right, right. We were directed to say things about ourselves. Right. I mean, hopefully
0: not not damning information. Well, you know, information. That's it. Well. well Whatever happened to for so, Brothers? Oh, oh <laughs> did you hear that podcast?
1: So we're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, the the method of our own destruction. That's yeah, the, that's 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 our plan. So our, our,
0: our, <laughs> our you know, we have to be honest. Exactly. Our honesty exactly. Tourettes exactly. will finally get us exactly. So today on the podcast, uh, we titled it "Beware you can- <laughs> you kids get off my lawn."
1: Right. It could also have been uh, "Beware the."
0: in my day. Well, you know You know in, in my, my day. day blah, blah, blah. Music wasn't like that in my day. You know the music industry was we, different. A, and I know we've said this before, but there we we fell victim to so oh, many armies of people out there <laughs> looking for just artists to just throw money at them. Throwing and, money that we were we fell victim to um really well meaning <laughs> uh Industry vet, not industry musician, musician veterans. Veterans, who gave us
1: really horrible advice.
0: Awful, just horrible.
1: Awful advice. Horrible advice. D- Well-meaning. Well, not, not they didn't give us bad advice so that they would mess us up. Like they weren't like, they weren't like,
0: sticking our <laughs> spokes of our bike. They I mean, weren't they, like
1: they weren't like you know when we're gonna do the Sharp Brothers we're gonna this is how we get rid of them. Ha ha ha! Tell them to do this. No,
0: it was literally people. So it goes like this. You've been doing something for a long time. Right. You've had very little success, really. Yeah. But you're in a situation where uh, it's hard to tell what success looks like. Yeah. Um, so nobody you know is really successful. Right. But you're all still doing it. Yes. And because you've been doing it for a long time, yeah, you think you have insight. You think you know. What you have is...
1: No, it's, it's worse than that. It's not that you think you have insight. Okay. Is that you think you have the answer. Right. Like insight is is cool because insight is you go, you know what? I'm not sure about this, <laughs> but I think that it works like this.
0: Right, no. You I know, you, wish that I had
1: tried this because I
0: think, you think this would
1: have happened differently. You've been if doing I tried
0: something it. unsuccessfully for a long time. So you think you've got a blueprint.
1: For how to be successful?
0: For how it works. Because you hold did on a, a show. You hold, did on, a sh- hold on one second. Okay.
1: Let's say that one more time. Yeah, right. For the people in the cheap seats. Okay. You've been doing something Unsuccess- unsuccessfully for, a, for long- a long time. Yes. Because of that, you think you know the answer to be successful.
0: Right. And what's funny is now that we talk about this, okay, so there was a magazine in Boston <laughs> in the late 80s, early 90s that used to do reviews. Oh, God. Right, was right. It called again. I can't remember. I know, and it, um, I want to say it was beat or something, but yeah, it, it was something like that. I don't know what. I really don't know what yeah. it was called. Yeah, but they used to do this. Phoenix. Just, no, that was no. a different one. It was. All right. They used to do these scathing reviews. It was sort of an indie. Oh yeah, scene, my my right? favorite
1: was the Ever- lyrics sucked so bad I wanted to cry.
0: That one followed, and it was a different review, I think. I don't think but, it was. I think it was the same review. It was, I think, I want everybody in the band should get a day job and kill the singer. <laughs> this was an actual review. And they should kill the singer. And they should kill the singer. This this was an actual review <laughs> of a band's record right? that came out. All right, exactly. so I loved that magazine. I didn't even know why at the time. I know. Because, I mean, it was eventually going to get directed at us anyway. Oh, not, totally. Not that oh, particular a- one.
1: No, but it absolutely did. But we got reviews like,
0: you know, know. sure, these guys are really nice, but you know where nice guys end up, right. Exactly. right? exactly. Someone should tell them
1: they could do something other than write songs to get girls. Yeah.
0: Couldn't they find something else to do to get chicks? <laughs> exactly. Those are actual reviews of yeah, the Sharp. Exactly. Brothers. Whatever. But but um, one of the things I remember. Sharp, brothers. <laughs> it
1: was a two-word <laughs> review. It just said.
0: Shit brothers. (laughs) They can't print that. That's not (laughs) real. That's not real. Um, I also remember reading, might have been one of the same reviewers, talking about a show that was happening for a guy who'd been in the Boston scene for 25 years. Mm. And everybody was going to come out to the show. And this guy was railing about it, saying, all right, here's the thing. (laughs) Just because you've been around for 25 years doesn't mean you're any good. Since when does everybody get a turn in the music industry? And, I, and he was just harsh and brutal. But again, my 19 year old brain might have been 17 year old brain, 16 year old brain, loved it. Okay, I like that. he
1: was speaking truth. Well, I like that a lot for this reason. I'm really glad that you mentioned that story um, because we didn't talk about that off mic. And the reason I love that so much is because that right there goes a long way to dispelling this mythos that people have started to grab onto about the good old days right? in the music industry. And how, you know, I mean,
0: man, you know, you could just do it then, you know? You couldn't, though.
1: You know, like, rock and roll was so, you know... And I'm like, well, no, because disco kicked rock and roll's ass on the radio. Yeah. Kicked its ass.
0: And remember... So Led- don't
1: tell me that like this is the first time that rock and roll isn't being played on the radio.
0: No, and Led Zeppelin never got played on the radio. Right. I know everybody grew up uh, dancing to Stairway to Heaven as the last dance in eighth grade, <laughs> right? And that's been happening since the beginning of time, basically. Right. But like, they never got played on the radio. Right. They never won a Grammy. Right. They got a one-star review in Rolling Stone for Zep 1 and Zep 2. Exactly. One, maybe one and a half. Yeah. Just like giving them an F+. Plus, right? <laughs> but... Like that, and they're arguably one of the biggest rock bands of all time. They had their own seven forty seven, exactly, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, so what happened was, we started hearing in a few different places recently. Recently, well-meaning, anecdotal music advice yeah. from from veteran musicians from vef- from veteran musicians right. who are great players
1: and great people and good people and they, well and, and i th- and i really do think honest to god well meaning yeah and like it's it's it, it is certainly isn't meant with vitriol
0: no and it's not always dudes no i mean these happen mm-hmm. to be dudes that that i heard but you
1: yeah, know but it I'm, isn't always there's
0: i'm sure there's dudettes yeah you know doing the same oh i know there is a thing right talk to me but what what i i was like oh, we got to do a podcast on this yeah because just because somebody's old and is really good at playing music mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should listen to them about what to do with your music career. Right. I really wish someone had told me that. <laughs> right? Because Yeah, me we, too, man. Right? We yeah we heard people that were older than us. Yep. Uh seemed old at the time. <laughs> right. Um, probably younger than we are now, but seemed old, <laughs> right? <laughs> Seemed seemed really old at the time. And they knew, man. Oh yeah. They've been around, they've been in bands, they got all these like bands. Oh yeah, they've been there, man. Right? Did you ever hear these people on the radio? No. No, but you know,
1: you know. It's just because the man kept it
0: down. Did they seem to be happy? No. No. Did they sell a lot of records? No. No. Did they have a lot of fans? No. Not really. If I mentioned their name right now, would anybody know them? I would. Uh, Besides you? (laughs) Mm, No.
1: A handful of people.
0: handful, but here's the thing: because they were further along in the career status, because they were good players, and because they were good players, and because I liked them, and they liked me, yes. What they said carried a lot of weight, right? Right, and I think it's important that we talk about that. That's not. I don't know. I don't even know how to word it. Like. Just because you like somebody, and they play guitar really well, and they've been in some bands,
1: keyboards or whatever, or strings or horns
0: and or sing, or you need to judge the source of where the information's coming from, right? You know,
1: well, and particularly, I mean, I think again that the focus of this of this particular show is particularly when it comes to giving sage, wisdom, and advice about how much better things used to be yeah, right?
0: It, no, they weren't. Yeah, they really weren't right Like and, and I don't I don't want to hear and I'll argue with you with whoever for as long as we need to argue about it mm-hmm. there wasn't a better selection of music. nope, there wasn't more opportunities no. to get signed or to make money. Now once you were established, mm-hmm. selling records made money. Well, yeah, for a small period of time, right. For a small chunk of people.
1: Right. For a very small chunk of okay.
0: people. Okay, like,
1: even you know, there's not there's not a
0: lot of professional baseball players either. No,
1: or basketball players. There
0: seems to be a lot of them. <laughs> there's all those teams, and there's extra rosters, and right. all these people that used to be players. And, right. Right? But, you know, in terms of the general population, population, not a lot of them.
1: There's probably more successful musicians, actually. Right? Which is
0: frightening to think about. Right? Yeah. But, you know, y- yes, okay, there are things I can think off at the top of my head. Yes. Unknown cover artist gigs. Yes. Paid better than well, they, they do no, now. No, they paid exactly the same they, wh- as what they paid right now. Is right. 100 bucks a gig <laughs> in 1972 right. was a lot of money. 100 bucks a gig in 2019, <laughs> same money, same gig, right. same club, not right. a lot of money. Right right but that's
1: a, that's a result not of the music industry that's a result of the entertainment industry correct that's a result of having you know 18 million channels at your disposal
0: and I the could, vhs tape i could lay in my bed with my phone and watch anything i want right or i could get up get dressed <laughs> drive somewhere
1: <sighs> see somebody that i might or might not like
0: what do you think exactly I think I'm just going to watch... Uh...
1: Right, so so people do a lot more of that. Right. Right? And so there's a lot more of, you know, the because there's more money to be made in live music now than there's ever been. Yeah. If you are an act that has fans.
0: Right, right. Oh, my God. Yes. Right. And let's say that again. If you're an act that has fans, and let's, let's parse that out a little bit. Yes. If you're not an act that has fans, your first order of business is to become an act that, that has, has fans. fans. <laughs> okay? <laughs> if you don't have fans... Right. And I've said this to artists over the years, and it always... I get the same look all I the time. Know, I know. And I feel bad after I say it, but I it's know. always true. Who, besides your mom, is going to care if you quit? Right. Right. And if you can't immediately in your head think of a hundred and 300 people yeah, that are going to be sad... Your career is not yet where you want it to be, exactly, because you don't yet have an established fan base. Exactly, that's where everything starts. Yes, everything doesn't start with getting a label. Everything doesn't start with getting a manager. Everything doesn't start with getting a booking agency. Right. Those are natural outgrowths Mm -hmm. of having a career based around a fan base. Right. And and I love that because here's the thing
1: that here's one of the things that makes it better today. In the music industry, than it was thirty years ago, forty right. years ago. Hit me. Let me hear. It. If you have five thousand fans now, yeah, you can communicate with them. You can communicate with them. They will buy everything from you.
0: And think. Let's and again. Let's do the math now. Let's say that you have got five thousand fans, and and each one. Let, well, let's let's even skip it. Okay. Let's cut it in half,
1: or go to to. 2,000 super
0: fans. Okay, 2,000 fans. People that talk about you when they're at work. Yes. People that listen to your Spotify playlist Yes. in their car when they're going places. Right. And occasionally are obnoxious and tell people about you. (laughs) Right? These are your fans. These are your super fans. And wear your t-shirt to work. And these are the people that when you see them at a show for the second or third time, Mm -hmm. you should know them. Yes. And even if you're bad with names, remember their face and go say hi to them. Exactly. Okay. So... Let's say there's two thousand uh, super fans. Yes, and those two thousand super fans are willing to spend a hundred dollars a year on you. Now that's not a lot. That's right. not even ten bucks a month. No, right? Exactly. But you know, buy a t-shirt, buy your record, buy your mug, like, go to a subscribe show, to your subscribe to your page. Patreon page. Right? That's two hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. For two thousand people. Right. I can tell you right now. <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine.
1: If you had two thousand fans in
0: nineteen ninety three,
1: you were not going to make two hundred thousand dollars a year. No, on those fans,
0: because first of all, you didn't know them, they right? Didn't know where they were? They couldn't get a hold of you. No, there, they couldn't there communicate was no, with you. There was no internet's, right? Right? You couldn't. There was no web page. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. There YouTube. was no YouTube. There was no. There
1: was no way to 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 service this fan base.
0: Right, and again, you got to sort of forget about the money part for a second.
1: Yeah. Well, right. to begin, I know that we jumped to the money, but when you're a baby band. So, we're talking about and you don't have to forget about the money when you get to the place where you do have 5,000 fans. Yeah, right? No, that's part of
0: the, that's part of why getting to that place helps you when you in have your 50 career.
1: fans. You can't think about the money. No. It can't be about the money. You have to remember that it's about music and that that the reason that you're a musician is because you love creating music. Right. And playing
0: and music. if you are in a place where that has to be your life? hmm Okay. So then what we're going to do is turn the 50 casual fans yes. into, like, 10 super fans.
1: Yeah. Or 20. 40,
0: 40 more than casual fans. Yeah. And then keep adding. Right. Right? So maybe you got 2,000 super fans and, like, another 10,000 casual fans. Who will come to see you play. They'll come to see you play unless, you know, they had to work late. Right. Right? Yeah. Unless they're wicked tired, right? <laughs> but the right. super fans, they're going to come. Right. And they're going to bring somebody else, right? Yes, exactly. So now you've got a bigger fan base. You actually have something to work with. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you are going to sustain your career. You do want to be able to make right. money from it so that you can service your fan base better. And
1: again, that's a whole other show. But the the point being that that's one of the things that makes the, being in the music industry now – better than it's ever been.
0: Exactly right. There was no model for that. None. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Right. None. Exactly. So, and this is separate from the industry. Yeah. Right? Because the industry hasn't really changed in that (laughs) drastic a way. Not really. Right? Yeah. Like, Brian Epstein bought 10,000 copies of the Beatles' first single so that it would chart. Exactly. That's a lie. Yeah. If you...
1: the, the equivalent to that now would be all these fake streams, right? Exactly. <laughs> that some bands buy. And the difference is that Brian Epstein could get away with it. Yeah. Right? Now because there was really no can. analytics. Right. right, exactly. There
0: was no, there was no data right. on that. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Talking about analytics. That's another reason why it's better to be an artist now than ever. Let's say that you're getting 100,000 streams. Where are they coming from?
0: You can... Figure it out. You can find out. You can find out where that's coming from and then go tour. And go tour there and go to where your fans are. Yeah. And yes, you can also spend a little bit of
1: money in on advertising, you know, on Facebook and Instagram in those areas. Yep. Promote the show, good to go.
0: Exactly right. So again, Brian Epstein bought the Beatles stuff. The Beatles are awesome. (laughs) So we we don't forget, like first you gotta be awesome.
1: Well, yeah. Again, that's the sort of the given with every one of these shows,
0: right? But but we're assuming you're awesome. Yes, we always start there. We should start there. So, our point in bringing up all these different things is that you are going to hear people talk about the good old days. Yeah. Or even the bad old days, or talk about how music's changed, or how. <sighs> Whatever you know, nobody's blah. No, nobody, whatever it is, whatever it sounds like. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? Um, I was listening to um, our friend uh, Rich Redmond's podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. and he was talking a little. bit. If you guys bit- don't
0: know who Rich Redmond is, he was on the show, but but if you don't know who he is, go check him out. He's got a podcast. He's-,
1: he's drummer for Jason Aldean. For Jason Aldean's among band. many other things. But he's a brilliant cat. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal guy.
0: If Rich tells you something. <laughs> You can, tr- you can you can kind of trust. Oh, it. that's sort of how he played on, you know, right. three hundred top ten hits well, or whatever.
1: He's the successful right. drummer, musician, you know, right motivational speaker. Right. On and on and right. on, right? So yes. One of the things that he talked about, and it's related to this, he mentioned when that first drum machine started coming out. Like, you know, like the one that was on Tina Turner's big Right, right right, right and you know everybody was like, that's it. we're not gonna need drummers anymore. There's, you know well, it's gonna change the music industry we don't need players and you go, no you still need players. The difference is that now those players use triggers and add those loops right. while they're playing live right, right and you, and, and the, the point being
0: that change is always yes. going
1: to happen.
0: yes always fearing change or, or railing against the change that's happened is a waste of energy.
1: Right. And I think you've talked about this before on the show that, you know, at some point there was some poor schlub who got stuck with a barn full of buggies and horses too.
0: What is the What are these horseless buggies? (laughs) Right. It's bad, bad. At some point. Yeah. Right. That happened. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll tell you what happened with drum machines. Nobody's going to put up with a drummer being a jerk in the studio, because we got to have a drummer, right? Right. So maybe, you know, the drummers, you know, had to learn how to be <laughs> awesome and be like Rich, <laughs> right? Because like, if you meet Rich, right, and you didn't know he was a successful drummer for the, you GFL just team think he yet, was a great guy, and you'd know he was successful at something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he's he's driven yeah. and and right exactly and and so again the the, the point being
1: there's always going to be change yes and you can either rail against it and woe is me and <laughs> you kids get off my lawn yeah or you can look for the opportunity yeah in that change
0: that's it yeah. Well, and, and for, for artists who are... So, I mean, we, we do like to, to be able to talk to, th- to all the different levels of your career, right? Yeah. Whether you're... Exactly. ...an aspiring, an emerging... Or established. ...or an established artist. So for the established artist, this is a little different. This is more like, don't be the cranky old, <laughs> you know, whiner who talks about how much better it used to be because that's not right. doing anybody any help. It's right. Not, that's not helping anybody. It's not right. doing anybody any good. Yeah. If you're an emerging artist... Always be careful who you're listening to yeah. about the information and source it. Source right? it. Like if you're going to get a personal trainer, you're probably uh, not going to yeah. get a personal trainer that's out of shape. No. Right? So why, would you, why th- would you listen to an unsuccessful artist right. about how to be successful? Yes. Now, I'm going to defend us for a second. Unless you flipped and got out of the artist end and started doing artist development and production <laughs> to try to prevent people from making the mistake, same mistakes you did. Well, I kept talking to people who are above... Y- your station. Your station about... I go, how does this work for someone who's successful?
1: Oh, you're exactly. a successful
0: artist who tours, and that's how you do it. Oh, you're a successful booking agent. You're a successful manager. You're su- Oh, that's how it happens. And try to exactly. get real information. Right. Because this is the thing. Part of the challenge for us when we were coming up was... Um, we had a hard time finding real information yeah about how the industry real, works real up to
1: date right actual information
0: and then sometimes we would hear things and we wouldn't like it and yeah. we well, wouldn't do that sure and then <laughs> and then we would pay the price for not liking the sure. thing that we found out sure. was real and right yeah. but there was there is still a lot of what i would think of as bad information totally and not bad not it can be well-meaning oh absolutely right but if this information it could just be out of date yeah right sometimes. right exactly exactly right? like if people are talking about you know what you got to do is you got to make sure that when you're pressing all of your cds <laughs> all right it's time out there
1: <laughs> what you got to do is you got to look for the price break oh yeah on yeah. how many cds so you don't you don't want to get
0: a hundred Oh, you don't want to get a thousand probably ten thousand right for your first pressing <laughs> exactly how many fans do you have? <laughs> well, right. But here's the thing. You know, 20 years ago. Yeah. That was probably true. Right? Because you, you get a price break. Even if you got an extra couple thousand kicking around, you know. You still made more money. You still made more money. Right. That's just. And at some point, you're going to sell the CDs. Right. <laughs> I, you know. That shows. Yeah. <laughs> Thumb drives, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and links and download cards yeah, and some, whatever. Yeah, or whatever, Scan code. And vinyl if you've got sure. super fans. Right. Of, because people people are buying vinyl. Right now. Right now, people are buying vinyl. It's it's a thing. Pay attention to it. Don't stock up on vinyl and decide, oh, right. all vinyl.
1: And what right. And and again, don't expect to sell, you know, two hundred thousand copies of, of vinyl either.
0: And if you don't have an existing fan base oh who's God. asking when your vinyl's coming out, right. don't do vinyl. Unless you just want to spend money on vinyl. You just want to spend uh, money ma- on vinyl because it's cool. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, cool. it's cool. Because it is cool. It's really cool. I love vinyl. Me too. Um, but don't expect that that is going to be a way you're going to quit your day job. Right. And so, again, the point
1: being good information. Yeah. Just out of date. Right. 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 So, when you're hearing one of these well meaning veterans. Yes. Uh, whether, uh, you know, musician or industry. Yeah. Vet. Totally. If they're telling you about how something worked. Yeah. Think about how long ago it was when it worked. Right. So if they're talking about licensing from, you know, six, seven years ago.
0: Well, you got to know that it's different now. Right. And the other thing you said this before we, we got going to is to make sure if you are talking to somebody who's successful mm-hmm. or listening to somebody who's successful, understand where they are in their process. Right. Right. If you're an unknown, what we used to be called a baby band, mm-hmm. you can't compare yourself to an artist who's established who's 15 years into their career. Right. And just do what they're doing. Right. Because they're already 15 years into their career. Right. Right. So they might be making bank on licensing, but they've already got licensing connections and they know how it works. And they've
1: had licensing connections and they've already had successes. Right. So that those successes are going to snowball. So that Exactly. Right. So now instead of having, you know, one licensing the connection, they've got a hundred.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So they're going to do maybe a hundred placements yes every three months.
0: And where it gets challenging is you can't necessarily go back and do what they did at the beginning of their career to get into licensing. Because it's been 15 years and everything's changed now. Right, right. So what you want to pick up on is the idea that maybe people are thinking outside the box mm-hmm. and being innovative, and that's what you want to do. Right. With your current situation. Exactly. So what is that thing? What's special about you? Yeah. Go back and listen to the different podcasts. Exactly. What's your superpower? Exactly. You know how how to you know
1: take a look at take a look around. At the person who's one stage of ahead of you,
0: yeah, exactly. Who right. maybe is eighteen months ahead of you,
1: <laughs> right? Befriend
0: them, yeah, and find out what's what's going on there.
1: Find out find out how they got to that place. Research them if there's research on yeah. it. Yeah, look for more than one that are like who are they touring with?
0: Totally. And if a well-meaning, uh, ill-advised, I mean, ill-informed. Uh, unsuccessful or moderately successful successful, talented musician or really successful is giving you all kinds of advice but it just seems like it rings wrong
1: or it sounds negative
0: smile and nod say thank you thank them for their information because they really are trying to be helpful they are right but remember there is no silver bullet nope there's no magic thing it's a (laughs) process right and it's all changing yeah
1: there's, there's no open sesame that we've discovered. No. From anybody that we've talked to.
0: But there is all kinds of possibilities. And and there's always change. And that's a
1: good thing. It's a good thing. Because there's opportunity. Exactly. That comes with every change. Exactly. All the time.
0: Exactly. And you just need to be sitting in the front of your seat with your career. Not exactly. leaning back with your feet up.
1: No cruise control. No
0: cruise control. But it's a good thing.
1: Yeah. Remember, you love this. That's
0: right. That's why you got into this. That's exactly right. And this gets to be your career, your job, your your day to day. Exactly. And that's a good thing for you. Yeah and, and don't forget, you got this.
1: We got your back.